Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Welcome to this new mini-series on Italian Wine Podcast. Join Stevie and her Just Do the Work team as they travel to Dusseldorf, Germany to interview some great Italian wine producers. Each producer had submitted one of their wines towards the special Italian Trade Agency's masterclasses. Each were run by Master Sommelier Eros Teboni. Join us to get the inside scoop on these fantastic wineries. So here we are again. I am with this fantastic uh, Signor Bruni, um, Giulio Bruni, <laughs> Daniele, Simone, Giulio Bruni, and uh, from the winery Tasca dal Merita. Yep. And um, we're here at this fantastic wine event in Dusseldorf, Germany, and we're at the Italian Trade Agency area where they have been holding master classes. And one of your wines is in the elegance of Italian red wine. And uh, how about, uh, it's, before we get there, tell me who you are, what you yep. do, and a little bit about the winery, the history. Okay, so I'm not very confident to talk about myself, but I will try it. So I'm Giulio, and I work for Tasca del Merida. I started uh, six years ago. I'm actually not from... I'm a regional Sicily, a Sicilian, I'm from Rome. I moved in Sicily six years ago to work with this company, this beautiful company owned by a family, Tasca del Merida, which is divided in five different wineries. And I work for, one, for two of those. I'm in charge of like a responsible brand manager, project manager. So many roles, but actually I do almost <laughs> a lot of work in the marketing side, but even in the trade trading side a bit yeah of a lot of, a lot of okay. things but even the facilities so when you're responsible for that winery you feel like home so right, right, right. you do you do that thing and um, so I, I work mostly all the time on Etna mm-hmm. uh, I live in Lingua Gloss which is a, one of the 20 villages inside this Etna you see and um, but my I spend a lot of time out of Italy, out of Sicily, because you know, Etna is a kind of place which, in the last 20 years, has attracted a Exploded. lot of a lot of people from all, all parts of the world. So we travel a lot. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And and so the yeah. family. Yeah. Uh, tell me uh, something the, more. The story yeah. there. Absolutely. So the family is a family original from Palermo. They moved in the 1840 in the Sicilian land when decided to, bow, to buy a very big um, vineyard. You know, Sicily, until a century ago, was the feudalism uh, region. The, the, what do they call it? Mezzadria. Mezzadria. So there were a lot of big properties. 
probably most of them were funded by Arabic domain. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. we had a lot of contamination, Spanish, French, Arabic. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And uh, our family both in Arabic domain. Okay. The name was, and actually is, Regali Ali, but comes from the Arab Arabic and means Rahal Ali, Casa di Ali, the house of Ali. That's really Yeah. Cool. So, and of course, the Sicilian style tried to, yeah. to evolve and commute it in a different, different pronunciation. And so this family that now has the head generation of people, yeah, that work with the, with the, with the company. Um, we now are under the administration of Alberto Tasca, which is the head generation. And um, he decided in 2000 to explore the rest of Sicily, so not just be focused on this huge winery that is regularly added, where there are produced uh, almost 17, 18 wines, it depends by the vintage, in 600 hectares, where 350 are just vineyards. The rest is forests, lakes, and uh, fields with grains, and a lot of things. We uh, started from the Aeolian Islands in 2001, when we both the Capofaro Estate, which is a small vineyard in the Salina Island, where the Malvasia del Lipari is the um, protagonist of the scenario there. On the island, how is it? How are in, the uh, In the eastern side of Etna, uh, Sicily, sorry. Uh, so it's... Uh, are the vines like how are they? How are they? Um, or no, they are actually so. I thought the locks are right there. So when the viticulture has restart and reborn in uh, the end of 19th century, uh, so there were not a lot of testimonials of Gobeleo bush training vines, but there were a lot of abandoned kind of vines. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the, the big work that the agronomists made there was to restore the vineyards. I would say that now the 90% of the vineyards are in a cordon. Okay. Well, I was just, I was yeah, just yeah. thinking. No, I mean, Lamlac, Pantaneria. That's yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. what I was thinking because I, I no, heard no. that there it's super windy yeah. and yeah, I was like, definitely. I wonder yeah, but... if it's like that there. Absolutely. Actually, Are you enjoying this podcast? Don't forget to visit our YouTube channel, Mama Jumbo Shrimp, for fascinating videos covering Stevie Kim and her travels across Italy and beyond, meeting winemakers, eating local foods, and taking in the scenery. Now, back to the show. Even talking about Aeolian Islands, because Aeolus was the god of the wind. Mm -hmm. We can talk about this windy area, but it's not uh, the, the wind season is during the winter. So when the vines is in the dominant uh, phase, so during the, the summer and the maturation season, actually we don't have so much problem about mm -hmm. uh, the wind, but what Malvasia really needs is the light and the warm, so the heat. So it's a perfect place to, to, for, for this, uh, that perfectly fits, fits right. with the, with the Malvasia. It's an aromatic grape variety. So not like all the Malvasia that we can find around Sicily, like around Italy, like uh, Malvasia Istiana or Malvasia in Toscana or whatever. Attilio Scienza, you know very well, um, said uh, it, it's still a theory 
but uh, the Malvasia could be much more related with Greco di Bianco, which is a great variety in Calabria. Okay, okay. So this is just the history of Capo Faro, but the, the family decided to move again in the mainland, when in 2008 bought the first vineyard on Etna in the Paso Pichero district, at 740 meters in the Contrada Sharamova, which is the Contrada that you tasted today. And uh, Actually, that's a good point. You uh, you guys were in the elegance of Italian red yeah, wine. Yeah. That's a master class here. And sorry, you said which wine was? Contrada Sharanova. Contrada Sharanova. Uh -huh. Is that is that the flagship wine for? Oh yeah. So for the winery, so like a lot of wineries on Etna that's starting to work on the micro vinification and keep separated all the small plots. The Contrada Sharanova is our one of our three Contrada. So we make Contrada Sharanova, Contrada Pianodario, so Contrada Rampanza. Uh, the, the line is the flagship. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay. Very small production, like 5,000 5, bottles per year. Wow. Yeah, nothing. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. so do you guys export to Germany? Or yeah, yeah. We have a very long history with the German market. Uh, we started with a young guy at the time, a young guy, Nino Consiglio. Mm -hmm that uh, started with re importing Regale Ai Bianco, which is our most famous wine produced since ever from the yeah. family. And now Nino Consiglio has a big portfolio of 25 different producers. And uh, this is just the latest notice is just been acquired by a big group of distributors, German distributors. And for us, it's a very big opportunity because Nino was a person and, and, uh, and now is in a very, system, German system, with a lot of new clients and potential clients, of okay. course. So it's a good market for us. I would say that it's one-fourth of our... Yeah. Uh, no, what, what, you, so you guys are in a lot of different places. Is yeah. there a place that you are not yet and you want to break into? Uh, so we export in 50, 55 countries. That's a lot of countries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I would say that we want to stay in the best country that can really understand the quality of the Italian wine and the one just to uh, be focused on the price and uh, uh, so we don't want we want to break this fighting of the price because the quality of the wine has right prices yeah. and uh, and uh, all dress is out of discussion okay. so of course you have a good market we can do better in Spain which is probably a country yeah. where we are not very very strong or France, but of yeah, course they so are all yeah, countries so that are hard. really strong producers. So, but but I think the curiosity about Italian wine is growing up, like the curiosity of Spanish yeah, and yeah, French yeah, wine yeah. are growing yeah, is growing in, 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 in Italy. Yeah. So this kind of cross selling will be, uh, I hope, much 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 more in the future. Yeah, in the future. Cool. And the U.S. of course is our first country. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and then we are working in Asia, but probably is now our weakest, weakest Yeah, uh, I've heard country. that many times today. It's it's one of those places, not places, there's so yeah, many yeah. different countries. And I, I think it's just, yeah, it's difficult to uh, get Asia the very, interest and it's difficult with the paperwork yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. contacts. Definitely, yeah. Asia is very, very hard, especially because it's that kind of market that we call sensitive to the price yeah so when and they are looking for a lot of very cheap cheap stuff from sicily because you know the 
worldwide Sicilian reputation about wine, of course, uh, is just starting to be renewed in the last 50 years, I would say. And the process is very, very, takes a long time. Well, I wish you much luck in your... Uh, Thank you. <laughs> I hope that you make many contacts yeah, here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, of course yeah, yeah. This is yeah. enormous. So there's yeah. just so many people walking around. And, and you obviously know, uh, you, you have a lot of, uh, of, of knowledge uh, beyond what I was going to ask you today, so I, that's, that's made my job so easy. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's my uh, job. So. And um, yeah, I, I wish you the best at the master class. And yep. uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Senior Bruno. <laughs> no, 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 Julio. I know. Bruno. I know. <laughs> okay. Grazie. Grazie. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.